0: All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things, too, with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, a casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana. To the right of me, the future, Justin Coulter, casting associate. Hello. Yes. Welcome to episode number five, everyone. <laughs> Ooh, five episodes. We've, yeah. we've uh, spent five hours of our lives... Doing this. this. Maybe a little more this far. So I again I'm gonna do this every week thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers subscribers are really important on itunes please help us out by rating us reviewing us and subscribing obviously on itunes or any other platform we're also on google play now did you know that Justin? i did not know that we're on yeah. google play google play that's pretty exciting. so if you have one of those android devices i do oh you do yeah. so yeah you could you could listen to us on your little uh, smartphone there that is an android device Wow! Welcome to the future. Yeah, right. Um, trying to get on Spotify, but you know they have this whole process where they have to approve you or some, yeah, some junk. Whatever. All right. So uh, before we get into our, our guest this week, I uh, I want to do our postcard of the week. Yes. It's a nice, sweet little postcard that comes from Sarah McLean, starring in the award-winning action comedy called Reaction. Okay, And it's screening at the Atlanta Comic-Con, July 13th through 15th, 2018.
1: Neat. Does it say what award it, that movie won? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. But P- I Probably bet- a
1: film festival.
0: Yeah, probably yeah. a film festival. Um, Sarah has a website. I won't give her email address out, but her website is thesarahmclean.com. An and she's repped by JTA Talent Agency in... Atlanta. Oh, all right. Nice simple postcard. I can throw it away now.
1: Yes. Oh, (laughs) wow! You literally (laughs) threw it. Literally threw threw it. I think flew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also want to want to start doing another fun thing uh, and maybe give out a quick pointer of the week to actors. Yeah, they do Um, that. And uh, the first one uh, for episode number five is going to be this words of wisdom. If you come into the casting office. And you have an inclination to shake our hands, which I'm pretty apt to do, you know, I'm, I'm usually like, oh, OK, I'll shake your hand and then I get sick. If your hands are sweaty, don't shake my hand. If they're clammy and sweaty, don't shake my hand that's it good words of wisdom
1: thank you don't shake anybody's Mm -hmm. hand is a better
0: word just come in and and blow us away with your acting chops
2: one of my questions for you (laughs) answered right there oh
0: oh Oh, no you can always shake my hand yeah no we'd love you speaking of you yay that voice is our guest of today so today's guest has been working consistently in show business for over four decades she has over 90 film and tv credits Mm -hmm. maybe more yeah um she started in the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. And today she is known for a role by all the all the kids on the street <laughs> yeah. in her role uh, in the movie This Is the End.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah.
0: Please welcome Miss Carol Sutton.
2: Thank you. How so are much. you? I'm doing great. Oh my Thank God. you. Thank you all for having me.
0: Oh my gosh uh, <laughs> for coming. I can't tell you. How excited I am for you to be here. Oh,
2: my God. You're a,
0: you're a legend. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? I said, Ryan, why is he asking me? I never think that anybody would be interested in anything I have to say. What? <laughs> because my kids, I can remember having to make my kids go and look at me in the movies. <laughs> and stuff like that. So I figured out everybody just,
0: just like them. You know? Well, OK. Well, so <laughs> speaking of you and me, uh-huh. OK, do you remember the first time we ever met? I do. I don't you know if do? you. I, I do. No, yes.
2: because it looked like I've been knowing you forever, but I know you're too young for me to be knowing you forever.
0: It's, it's been a while, but I when I was in Shreveport working.
2: <gasps> yes, I was I, doing.
0: I was working on a movie that you were an actor on, and I was yeah. doing the extras casting. Yeah. For a movie called Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. And,
2: yeah.
0: And. You came and taped you, Your agent called me And she's like Miss Carol Sutton's up there And she she needs to tape an audition And I went to your hotel room I sure did And that was the first time I met you That's right And you were really sweet and nice And we taped your audition Yeah I don't know if you got the part
2: No, I didn't get the part Damn <laughs> Because I was up there
0: I wasn't I'm- on my reading game though
2: <laughs> Uh, but I do remember that.
0: Yeah, that's and you were on that movie for the whole weeks. run. Yeah, yeah, the whole Ooh. run of that week. That was yeah, a good one. a good run.
2: But all those comedians.
0: Yeah, that I mean that had a like a star studded comedian cast. Uh,
2: from James Earl Jones on down. Yeah. Martin not, Lawrence.
0: Not a comedian. Oh with uh, not, Martin Lawrence's. Uh, yeah. Martin
2: Lawrence, Mike Epps was a comedian, Monique was a comedian, stay the entertainer was a comedian. Yeah. They were all, you know
0: I just remember fun. um on that movie there being so many star trailers and uh martin lawrence having like this whole <gasps> gym and basketball court that had to get set yeah, up at that's every right. location he, he had
2: a trailer like a will smith yeah like thing. It, yeah. It, it like pops double out of the de- yeah double decker and stuff like that it's like a
0: tour bus that pops out of like the it grows like it raises up you know yeah. so there's like a third story yeah, to it. Yeah, it was
2: it was amazing. It, it's a little <laughs> compound. I call it, it. It's a little. We should compound. get one of those to cast out of,
0: and then we can just. I'm oh, yeah, just go, stick go with my uh, my Travato yeah. life. Yeah, yeah,
2: do that. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. I'm trying to think who was uh, oh, uh, the oh the lead girl. I can't think of their name stuff, but it was an all star cast, and it was so, it was so much fun. I, you know, yeah. Nobody had any ego and stuff like that. They were so busy trying to make each other laugh. Yeah. You know, try, who's the funniest and stuff like that. Had was
0: you it? ever been on a movie uh, for that long of a time? or I,
2: I'm trying to think. Maybe not that long. It looked like I had, but, you know, my memory is not as good as it used to <laughs> I, I know after that, I, I've done Roots, and that was like, um, I was on there for eight weeks. Nice. And it was like Roots, the second Roots. And I remember I was also doing, I was going into rehearsal for... Um, uh, our town at Le Petit. So they called me from, I was coming back from Atlanta, because I I did uh, Confirmation where I played Anita Hill's mother in that. So I was flying in, uh, Megan said, in the Airport. They call me, give me your reel, give me your reel. So I said, okay. So they got the reel, and they said, okay, you are in night two. I said, oh, I got a night. I got one day. I said, so I ran to Maxwell Williams, who's over the La I said, you know what? It might be a conflict, because I have a day in Roots. I have one day in Roots. Come to find out it was eight weeks.
0: (sighs) Woo. Did you have to drop out of our town? No. No?
2: Because I always try to know all my lines before I go into a play.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So I went there. Like, right before uh, I started Roots, and I sat with him on that stage, and I ran the whole play. Wow. And I did all my lines, and I could see towards the
1: middle, he was convinced wow. that it was, it was going to work out. And so it and it did work Wait, out. Wait, so what happened? You, like, skipped rehearsals because you were at Roots? I had, yeah. So you're saying you are such a good actor. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> I'm saying God was on my side at okay. that particular okay. point. She had
0: a, a good understudy, <laughs> I yeah. guess no, no understudy, no, no understudy, no, no, no safety
2: study. net, no. no safety net. By at the all.
0: way, if you're if you're listening to this in a an, another city where there's a huge theater community, yeah. no. there are no understudies They're in not, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. No. And why? I don't understand why. Well,
2: because mm-hmm. I'm equity, and they would have to pay another equity a, a actress, you oh. know, and the oh. theaters don't want to, you know, do that.
0: Okay, so we've we've been teased with some successes so, yeah. of you. So let's let's start from the beginning. Let's uh, start from the beginning of you. Where did you come from? Uh, How did you grow to become an actor? And tell us about you. Well,
2: I I was born in New Orleans uh, 73 years ago. So I've been here for a a long time. Yeah, And I came out of, I guess, a theatrical family. uh, But musically, my mother played on Bourbon Street to put herself through school back in the... The 30s, you wow. know. Uh she was a singer. At uh, the twenties, she was a piano player. Oh wow. And so but she what in was later her, years what's her name? Marguerite Bush. Marguerite And Bush. in later years, she's played in a church. She was our church pianist and stuff like that. So we were always singing around the house and stuff like that. And I can remember my my cousin, Gladys Steele, uh she was a person that was, she was very musical too. As though we, I was in the operetta with her one time. And for some reason I was in, just in the chorus, but when you looked up, I don't know what told me to just go on stage. And I had my fall and everything. I mean, we were supposed to be Spanish and stuff like that. <laughs> and she said, she looked around and there I was just walking on stage like this, like that, <laughs> But it felt so right.
0: If, if you guys could see her, she All is right. demonstrating <laughs> yeah. what she yeah, looked like I as did. a child.
2: It felt so right to be out there with the rest of the chorus waiting. In the wings. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh,
0: you should be in front. No, I just go right yeah, out. How but, old were you then?
2: I was about, I guess, 14 or 15 oh. years old. Okay. But I didn't start it now. This year would be will be 50 years that I've been in theater in wow. New Orleans. And the way I started in theater in New Orleans is because I was very active in my church, St. Francis de Sales Church. And Daishiki Project Theater out of Dillard University came into the church to use the church basement to put on plays. And so I would sit in the audience while they were rehearsing, and I said, oh, I could do that. <laughs> and so the director said, you think you can do that? I said, I no, I could do that. And so the very next play, he cast me in it, which I cried every night because I said, <laughs> they are so good, I'm not good, blah, oh. blah, blah, blah. And then for one day during that rehearsal, we had to do something at Channel 6. I'll never forget to, to publicize the show. And it was uh, a poem that I had that I messed up on. When Melindy saying I messed up on that poem every night in rehearsal, and Doctor Gilliam looked at me and did like that for me to say that poem on television,
0: and it was perfect. she, it was she just perfect. <laughs> nodded her head like Doctor yeah. Gilliam. She so
2: did like that. You just Melinda needed Singh.
1: the the pressure to perform. I guess I yeah. did.
2: Wow. And, it, and it's been wonderful ever since.
0: So, so that's a, that's a good. You had this instinct as a as a child in your first play but, yeah. you had this fire in you of wanting to be the best
2: yeah and it's I didn't study it or anything like that it just kind of knew that I that I could do it yeah and I, I'm, I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to because I see so many people now who would have loved to have been on stage and never felt they had that opportunity or I can remember going to a senior citizen center and hearing this woman sing, and she sang like the greatest opera singer you ever heard you know, but she was this little old black woman that had this voice and never had that opportunity. So I just thank God for, I had the opportunity yeah. to do it. Good. And then when I, my first movie, though, with ordered by Jane Pippen, that'll be 44 years ago this this uh, this year. Yeah? I They called how, for us.
0: Yeah, how did that happen?
2: Um, do you remember Wilma Francis? Do you, do you remember hearing Wilma Francis' no. name? And Hazel, now they were agents back in the day. Wilma Francis is Al Sultz's, uh Auntie. And she was this Hollywood diva. And she came down here and she was this casting director. And so they were casting this uh, autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. So they called and it was about Cecily Tyson playing. So they needed black actresses and actors. So they put out the call at she and Southern Rep. I mean, uh, uh, I've forgotten the, uh, the, the theater, but they put out this call. And so I said, well, you know, I'm pregnant. I was pregnant with my daughter. And they said, oh, well, we're so sorry. Maybe next time I said well, I have never seen a slave picture where they didn't have pregnant people because they were breeding right. us back in those days. <laughs> so I went down there, pregnant and everything, and ah. John Col- Cody was the director of it, and his wife was pregnant. And he took a liking to me, and he cast me in the role of Miss Tyson's uh, daughter-in-law.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: And so I worked um, two weeks on that when my very first movie. I worked two weeks on that and paid for the baby and everything.
0: <laughs> wow!
2: But I had her a week after I left the set. Oh my gosh! But they had the. You were that uh, pregnant? Oh, you were very, I'm pregnant. Very oh yeah, pregnant. I was. I was very pregnant. When I came out after the first, after we, you know, our first day of shooting, the crew said, "Oh, that wasn't costumes. That they knew
0: it was." Were you? Were you secretly like? God, please don't let me have the baby until I'm finished. Well, let me tell
2: you, they were praying that I'd have the baby.
0: Oh, because they had
2: everything set up on camera. Like they thought I was going to do that on camera. Would you have done that? Hell, (laughs) you could say it. Hell no. Wow. (laughs) Unless they had something to put me to sleep, knock me out. They could have knocked me out with a a club. I don't care, but I just had to be out. But they were secretly hoping I would go. They told me this after that. I would go into labor. That is wild. They they, they were going to pay me. They were going to really say, pay me to, to uh, film that birth. Ooh, really?
1: That's what they told so, me. So did Dad uh, write
2: your pregnancy into the script? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she wrote the pregnancy into the script, which made it very heartbreaking because they killed my husband. Oh. He, came, uh, he was a person um, uh, uh, talking about civil rights and stuff like that, but it's back, still back in the 1800s and stuff. And so they killed him. So they killed him, and there's this pregnant woman walking behind his casket with... You know, Ooh, with this Black no. Veil and stuff like that, and, and Miss Tyson, this Jane Pittman over there, and people were just boo and stuff ah, like that. Wow. Yeah.
0: So did you have—obviously, you continued to do this, so you must have had a good time on the, I, on I your had, first movie. on
2: my first movie because, because I was pregnant. I was treated like a queen.
0: You think that's why you were treated like a queen? I think so. You don't think they would have treated you the no. same way?
2: because <laughs> you know, I saw how some of the girls were treated. <laughs> really? Oh, no.
0: Wow. Ms. Tyson was so wonderful to me. Have you ever, have you worked with her since?
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh the last time I worked with her was like two years ago. We did a movie called Showing Roots. Mm-hmm. And okay. And it's about, uh, it's about uh, a town coming together during the civil rights uh, era because of roots. Uh, they were very segregated and... Um, I never can think of the people's names that was in it, but they all they all stars. If I can think of it, Yuzu, Yuzo, Yuzu from Orange is a New Black, Okay. Mm-hmm. and then Maggie Grace from the Taken movies and stuff okay. like that. Okay, yeah. And, oh, Lord, it was the lady from uh, Downton Abbey. She played the American that was married to the British person. Mm-hmm. I've not seen her. I know. Uh,
0: that's, yeah. one, that's one that's in my queue. I still and, haven't. And
2: Miss Cecily Tyson. It was really a, a, a good cast, but... I was the antagonist for the black side, and she was the antagonist for the white side. Wow. But by showing, by watching Roots, we came together. Everybody came together. Oh, together. that's amazing. So, and, um, and what I, oh, I did another... Um,
0: did she remember? Did mm-hmm, she remember she you? She
2: remembered because I did a... Uh, Ernest Gaines, another Ernest Gaines movie. Ernest Gaines wrote uh, autobiography with Jane Pittman, and I did another Ernest Gaines movie with
0: her. Oh, okay. You know, so
2: yeah, she. So you, remember. you've
0: worked together a few times. Over yeah, the we've years. worked
2: together about three or four times. Nice. And she came down when she was down here to do something. She uh, for for Mr. Lear Chase. They were doing a big thing for Mr. Lear Chase, and she was a guest. And she was going to read some stuff from. Um, autobiography of Jane Pittman that was her contribution to the night and stuff like that. So she told him to get in touch with me to borrow my copy of Jane Pittman so she could look at it again. You oh, know, wow. And sent her, sent her daughter over to the house and stuff like that. Oh, that's so cool. So she's very, she's very nice with me.
0: Awesome. hmm So New Orleans, you do this movie, Pregnant, Mm -hmm. and then do you just continue working after that as an actor or how does that, how'd that work out for you? know what, I
2: worked for 43 years at Total Community Action with the anti-poverty program. I was there almost from the very beginning. They were so nice because they were happy to have somebody that was doing movies. They kind of felt that that lent a lot of credibility to what they were doing. I was doing like social work and helping people and stuff like that, that- I never took any time off, so they would, uh, they would let me have the time to do my movies and stuff. Another movie I worked for like like eight or nine weeks was Runaway Jury. Oh, yeah. I played yeah. Ludell, the um, the bailiff in Runaway Jury. Oh. You know, so I was on that for about eight or nine weeks. So I was able to take my annual leave time and some sick leave time. They were very nice in
1: doing that, you know. So, so not that, only are you such a good actor that you don't need rehearsal, stop. you no, also I help rehearsal. the poor? Yeah. Oh yeah, for Gosh.
2: 43 years wow. um, I worked at Total Community Action. It was the anti-poverty program, y'all too young to know, but out of um, um, President Kennedy's assassination, uh, President Johnson signed this uh, bill that was, you know, was supposed to be the cure-all for everybody uh, African Americans at least in this you know and it it worked for a while but then you know it didn't after a while but we they had all kind of programs to help people with everything from education to trying to get a house to daycare that's where the daycare centers really came up you know paying for mothers to be able to get off of welfare and go to work and stuff like that so I did that for 43 years wow wow
0: that's mm-hmm. important work that's mm-hmm. great yeah mm-hmm. and and you're still working as an actor as an actor you're yeah. still doing this hustle
2: I'm still doing it you Yeah. St- you
0: do you like auditioning I mean I know we see you in here a lot a
2: lot yeah I, it's you know what? I figured that's the the best acting you're gonna ever do is in that you know when you're doing that audition. Yeah, really? You know, yeah. I really feel like you just you know just go in there and um, just try to give it your all right then and there. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, I I pretty much every single time love your choices. Yeah, you're you're oh, definitely you a smart good. actor. You like, make intelligent yeah. choices. You and crushed
1: the last two for us. Oh, oh yeah, crushed them. Yeah,
0: right. you you uh you know stroke your stroke your ego a little bit but <laughs> no. you know you you always come in and have something I try to because that's out. what I
2: was I was wondering what would be a question for you what would be y'all pet peeve when y'all see uh when y'all see an actor come into an audition not
0: to be as good as you oh, oh no. <laughs> no
2: no but uh, I try to, you know, I always try to do that. Now, thank God I don't have to audition for, for plays anymore. You just so, get offers. Oh, really? just, I just get offers, thank, thank, thank God. God. But,
0: so. How many plays do you do a year, say?
2: Well, I like about three. Yeah? yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw
0: you in one last year or the year before. It was a NOLA project.
2: Oh, 4,000 4, miles. Yeah, it was yeah. so great. Yeah, I played you were, a 90-year-old woman. In I,
0: this play was like two people. Yeah. For most of the play. Uh-huh. And she had like, you know, two hours of dialogue. Yeah. In who this else thing. was in it?
2: James Bartell. James, James, James Bartell Bartel. played my grandson. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It was very good. And you know, very that play,
2: I, my, my very good friend, Mary Louise Wilson, who won the Tony Award for Great Gardens, she originated that role in New York. Oh,
1: wow. And so
2: uh, I knew she was doing a car walking, and went up to see I didn't get a chance to go up and see it. And so when they. They said they we going to do a black version, and they offered me the uh, the opportunity to do the black version down here. And I just thought it was faith, yeah. Cause, you know, because she originated and stuff like that. And it was a fun play. Uh, awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I'm so glad that I went to see it. You know, mm-hmm. I uh, I try to go see plays every now and then when I have the time, and. That one won that night, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> and I and I was just like blown away. Funny. I was like, "Man, I'm yeah. so glad I got to see." I this. go when
1: people invite me. If anybody's <laughs> listening, I'll go to your play if you invite me to it. You know what? I told
2: the I was I just finished the play at Dillett and I was telling them I said, "You all need to get together because I, when I worked in New York, they what they would do they would buy tickets. They would get together, put their money together, buy tickets for the casting directors, and." Give the casting directors tickets or use the comps for the casting we directors. Get comps.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's, comps. that's what I'm like. I'm never, I'm probably never going to say no to a free play. Yeah. If it, if if I'm available to go, that's awesome. Plays yeah. are great. It's just, I'm not super tapped into theater in New Orleans. Yeah. And they have um, some good theater. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and every, like, almost every play that I get invited to that I go to, I'm like, I love this. Why don't I go to more plays? <laughs> yeah. This is the best that, thing ever.
0: That's yeah. actually going to spawn a question from me. Why do you think. So many of the theater actors in New Orleans don't get involved with film and TV. There's so many actors that, uh, you know, I mean, I can go and pull, you know, from a play and mm-hmm. get a program and you know figure out who someone is. But that's a lot of work for me to do. Why don't Why don't you think they get involved in I, trying I to do these jobs that pay really well and are
2: because y'all need y'all need them to have an agent yeah, to come in and. Yeah. And they, you know, a lot of times, they, that for one reason or another, they, they're not able to hook up with an agent. Another thing is that because we don't have understudies, and, right. uh, you know, they're so invested in the theater that they're working with and stuff like that, they would not want to leave them, yeah. uh, you know, out in court. Thank God I've never had to do that. It came yeah. very close with 4,000 Miles. Really? A very close, uh, uh Leonard um, oh, thing yeah. that I was, you know, I was offered it, and then uh, they realized I wasn't as old as they thought I was. They, <laughs> they saw four thousand miles, and so uh, when I actually, you know, uh, did the audition, they offered the it to
0: you from four thousand miles. Yeah, from seeing it. From
2: seeing it, they
0: they they, they were interested in
2: me. Okay, uh, Christy told Christina, so they had me coming at five o'clock like that I was over there when when people still was over there sure and what do you call this when you're on the computer to do it um skype skype, skype. Yeah. so we skyped and stuff like that and then and then they looked at me and they said wait how old are you and you know I
1: hair I, I, uh, and makeup yeah. yeah they shouldn't have asked that too and uh, i know <laughs> yeah. yeah you should have so, said over 40. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But they they cast Miss Irma P Hall, who was like ten years older than me, okay. and that's you know, and I just happened to catch uh, catch one of the episodes, and I said, yeah, she was right. They were yeah. right to do it, you know. No like bitterness. Just, yeah, no, no, I can't. I yeah. can't. I, you know what? At one point, I would be getting so many movies, movies, movies. Now I don't get as many. I just don't get cast as many. And I say, well, I say, you know what? The girls that was playing their mothers. Now they're going up for the same parts that I'm going up for now. Because <laughs> you know? I was always playing the older yeah. person and they were, but now they're older now and they're able to go for the age, age, uh, age range and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, yeah, you can't get true. bitter behind that. No,
0: oh. you. I mean, oh. you've done so much yeah. and you get to do a lot of cool things. So I, I always think it's, Great to just be happy with the things that you've gotten to achieve. Yeah. which yeah. Your, your yeah. list is. Is this our first
1: amazing. guest that doesn't want more? As we say, actors always want oh, more. Oh, I do want more. Okay. <laughs> well,
2: Never mind. Let me tell you, I don't. I'm at the point in my life where it's, I see those young actors on Facebook and they, it's like that's all they're looking for and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I love acting. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of actors don't do theater now just trying to get that movie part and don't want to be hooked up in, in a play and stuff like that. I love acting. So yeah. I feel I can't call myself an actor unless I'm acting. Mm-hmm. So, you okay. know, that's why I do a lot of, a lot of theater stuff. like that. I just like to be up, up on the stage. <laughs> I, I just like to be doing it.
0: So what advice do you have for young actors who are looking to have the longevity that you've had as a working actor?
2: Oh, you know what? Don't be, uh, first thing, uh, know your lines. Mm. Uh, don't be difficult to work with on the set. I, I, you know, I've seen some actors on the set that I don't know for what reason they feel that they could be act like they're acting, mm-hmm. or that it might be cool to act like you're acting. But you know, you don't get any place uh, being difficult when you're on the set. Yeah. Especially if you don't have a one or two days.
0: You're talking about while they're in their performance or just like no, or around not the set. Their the form, demeanor. just
2: like, you know, I uh, I might be friends with the uh star now cuz I met him today oh, and you know right. stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So I know, I know what you mean. The the thing I get from you is that you really enjoy obviously you really enjoy being an actor mm-hmm. and the craft of acting mm-hmm. and you just want to do it. You want to work. I want to work. That's and that, just I it. think I think that what you're saying is an actor wants to work Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're you know hanging with stars Uh, if you are a star you just want to be a working actor
2: yeah and be a good and be considered and be considered good you know that's all i've ever wanted is somebody to say oh you oh you could you're good yeah Mm -hmm. uh, i'll tell you that oh thank you i
1: might have mentioned it (laughs) today (laughs) Um, wow. That's good advice. Yeah. Well, with, with as long as your career has been and you, you are great and you are consistently working, have you had any moments where you were like, where you thought about giving up or have you just been plowing through the whole time?
2: I guess plowing through. I didn't think about giving up because I don't think I have any, I don't think it's mine to give up. I don't know how to explain that to you. It's not like it's, uh. That if I don't get into a movie, I'm not going to act. Yeah. Because I am going to act. Some kind of way you'll you find know. a way I'll find a way yeah. to do it, you know so it 's never been a consideration for me to ever give anything up as far as this is concerned. This is a blessing as far yeah. as I'm concerned, a blessing from God because like I say, I never train I have you know I know these people now they're, they're, uh, they every week they're with a, a, a teacher and stuff like that, and I, I just think it's a gift that God has given me, and I am just so honored to be able to display. You know, whatever he's given me, and I, you know, like my first thing, if it, if if it's um, a character that I have, I try to find out what that character is about, the essence of that character. You do your become, homework. Like, I do my homework. Yeah, okay. You know, me, I, I, I give him a a whole history and stuff like that, and that's just is from that the very beginning. The
0: bar- do you just. As a person who knew nothing about acting no, techniques yeah, or anything just you just decided, decided i'm gonna go write a yeah. essay about this person yeah
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna find out who this person is after reading you know after reading it and some a lot of times i don't read everything i don't read you know like the whole I just read her part
1: you don't read all the sides i don't read
2: all the sides I just read it so to let it be surprised and about What's about to happen? You know, I might know what the cue line is. And so that way I can react. uh, um, Organically. Organically. Yeah, that's interesting. I remember before because I did, um, I read for something. It was one of the Nicolas Cage's thing. And so I just knew it and I just had it down the way I was going to do it. And so, and I know it was good, but it was good. But, But the director said, okay, now do it different. And it was like. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, that'll never happen to me again. Because it just threw me, because I just knew this is the way it was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. You know, Did you tell him, no, this is my way's is. No, way.
2: I <laughs> just, I guess I look crazy. He said, well, thank you. And I kept trying to talk. He said, yeah, thank you. Uh, said, okay, he was you like, she'll it.
1: never act in this yeah. town again. But,
2: you know, but they, they got Miss Irma P. Hall for that one, too. Oh. So, <laughs> so
1: Every so time you don't do it, I'll just go get her. Irma P. Hall
2: and Cecily Tyson. There you now, go. Who is this Irma P. Hall?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to
2: look her oh, up. Oh, she's uh wonderful. Like, you, you know her, don't you? Yeah.
0: Uh
2: Midnight of uh Midnight and Garden of Good and Evil. Neville. Yeah, she was she was still there. But I, re, I was at a, a meeting today for uh Liberty Theater and I was sitting next to um, Patricia Clarkson's sister, and she was telling me Patricia Clarkson is now on House of Cards and stuff like that. Well, I did a movie with her last Spoiler. year called yeah. Out of Blue. Okay. And it was so funny because, um, I you know I knew the movie was coming in. I I had not been called for it, and so they had uh, a role that all these people were auditioning for. Uh, it was a white role, so they were auditioning white actors for mm-hmm. it, stuff like that. So then they they finally called me in for it. And so uh, I went in, and I auditioned for it, and I got the role. So I know one of my friends who had auditioned for the role, and she said, you know, I didn't get it because this blind lady came in, and they uh, they cast her. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't have the heart to tell her, but I finally did oh. tell But I remember when I went, we had to go meet the director, because it was on tape, we had to go meet the director at the... Um, at the production office and stuff like that. When I walked in, she said, you're not blind.
0: (laughs) No, I'm an actor. No,
2: I'm not. So they really thought, so I said, oh, that was, thank you, Jesus. That was so sweet of you to come in and make me look blind like that. So they actually thought that... um, that I was blind, so that's, wow. why, that's why they cast me in that part. Once again,
1: you're such a good oh, actor. Oh, no, I don't know about that. You convinced them <laughs> you were blind.
0: <laughs> so do you have a, a role in your history that you consider your favorite or most notable?
2: I played um, at the first Spoleto Festival in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. This is before y'all time, but y'all know the Spoleto Festival. They have the Spoleto Italy. There was a festival, and they brought it over. Uh, Jean, I don't want to say the name, but they, because I'm gonna mess it up. But they brought it over the first Spoleto Festival, and there were uh, two theater productions they um, they had. One was On Golden Pond. That was a theater production. The other one was Black Medea. And so I played Medea Out of Black Medea, and it was this, wow. act, it was,
0: fabulous. Awesome.
2: it was scary though. I mean, I got to the point, we did it here at Loyola University, Father Felita had, um, had adapted it and Brother Alexis had uh, directed it, but it, it was, it involved so much voodoo and stuff like that. I got a point that I had to, I, I couldn't go anymore. They had to come in to my house and just actually pray for me. That's how this... Character took me over so much that I would have an orgasm on stage every night at one particular point. I was a younger woman then. Oh, <laughs> goodness but and one, revealing. <laughs> at one particular point, it would just, I would just, it would just all release right there, and I don't know, don't know what it, it was. Wow, but it was a wonderful production, and they took it to New York. It, of course, with a, with uh, New York people, I don't know uh, who played it there, but it was the. Uh, that was one of the highlights for me. Miss Carol is such
1: a good actor. No, don't even
0: say it. That is inappropriate.
2: Uh, Man, oh, I shouldn't have said that, huh? It's too, no, you're too, too late. late.
1: <laughs> you talk like a normal person. It's too late
0: now. How How do you as an actor talk like a normal person? You know, based on our show's namesake. I here. know.
2: And I was saying talking like say, how do you talk to an actor like a normal person? <laughs> how do I you
0: how know. do you in your characters just be a regular person? Oh, yeah, just, just be you. Just how be, yeah, how no. do you, you just do you do you get a lot of have a lot of thoughts in your head when you're acting or is it just something you just go with? I just it's go just a with feeling. Whatever,
2: whatever the feeling is at that point and, and and know that it's going to be right. If you go with if you're not thinking if you don't think about how I'm supposed to say this and just say it. It's got to be right, yeah. Because like it's organic, so it's it's got to be right.
0: Have there ever been any any roles that maybe you you were in the middle of or something that you got yourself into and you realize I don't know how to do this?
2: No, I. But there's been a role I've got myself into and say I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah, I I don't. And it was amazing. I just didn't want to do that role, but I was going to do it anyway, and. For some reason, the production closed down. It's just before it got started. You know, before we even got into production, we were in rehearsal. It, it, it just closed down, and I have kept saying, "I say, Lord, I've committed to these people, yeah. but I don't want to be here. It's, it's not interesting to me. It's not
1: going anywhere and mm. stuff like that." And then I it was don't a know. play or a movie. It was a play. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. Play. Would you would you say you have a preference between theater and film? You know what? I uh, film pays so good. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be
2: able to do more films now yeah. you know but uh
0: you'd like to get paid the same for theater
2: yeah yeah but you, you're not that's not and- gonna I happen know. here you know mm-hmm. i I, in fact when i did uh theater in new york in uh in the 80s i was making i was making more than i'm making in films here that's how you know that's how good they pay in new york with some of the things let's you know.
1: for, for real quick what other cities have you done theater in um, I've done, the, well, in
2: New York, San Francisco, uh, across the United States with some things. I've I toured Sweden. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 40, 40 cities in 42 days, that kind of tour. Wow. We went up to Kiranon, which is above the equator, where the, where the snow was so... Um,
1: Dense?
0: It,
2: yeah, that you, the bus couldn't even get you there. You had to get out and walk and stuff like that, but the, the theater was Wow! Because you know they're probably, snowed in. They well,
1: they, <laughs> you have to watch this play. Yeah, now. <laughs> you, they
2: they love theater there, and it just you
1: know it, it didn't cost them an arm and a
2: leg to go and see it.
1: That's fascinating. This whole conversation, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking you're talking theater in New Orleans here. You're so well traveled. Yeah, we, I, and for an those to, those yeah.
0: opportunities, you got to go away from your your regular gig. I,
2: I got to wait to go away from. Uh, from TCA, and they took me back as soon as I, when I came back. That's amazing. I got uh, I, I was able to do one more time in New York, uh, at Stagely in New York, and, and I was able to come back. You know,
0: awesome. Yeah. So, what are some things? What's something that you're passionate about, or that you do when you're not acting nowadays?
2: Well, right now, I'm trying to get. I think I told y'all I'm trying to get my house together. I just felt like I'd gotten to the point where it's just too, too cluttered. So I hired these people to come and declutter my house. So this whole time, so this is my rationale for not being, not booking anything oh. so far. <laughs> and I say it because God has given me this time to get this together. This is my priority right now. So, you know, not that I'm not trying to get it, but he hasn't let me get it because he knows that this is what I have to do. So right now it's, it's, it's doing that.
0: Wow. I feel like you've answered a lot of the questions that I jotted down yeah. just organically. Okay. So I'm going to ask you my last question, which I asked to all of our guests. What do you want casting to know about you or producers that already know you that they don't know about you as an actor?
2: That I could probably do whatever you put in front of me. If, um, you, if you think you're not going to cast me because... Uh, I, I don't look like the type that would be able to do that, that I could probably still do that. And if your makeup make person could get me to where you want me to look like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. give me that opportunity.
1: Yeah, Excellent answer. Yeah. So no challenge too big.
2: No challenge too big. Gotcha. I might not be able to play a teenager. No. But, <laughs> but other than that, but then I don't know because they had know, a... Carol. Uh, They had uh, Benjamin Button. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's his name?
0: Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, yeah. Yeah. Miss Carol is such a good actor. She could play Uh, Brad
1: Pitt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She could play Brad Pitt, yeah. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. All right, your turn.
2: Okay. I I had to write mine down. Good, good. Good. Me too. So let's see.
0: That's how I roll, too. I do not. I did not. Okay.
2: Okay, you've already answered that biggest pet peeve about acting in an audition session. Is it because it's the shaking the hand, shaking the clammy Shaking, shaking the hand, um, not
1: knowing your lines. Somebody somebody else did ask this, and so maybe we could think of um, a different some, pet some, peeve? Yeah, some different pet peeves. I think... Um, I have one. Go ahead, go. Um, definitely, definitely, when... Uh, Ryan or anybody in the room is trying to give you any sort of direction on the scene, like you did the scene, and it could have been great, but it's like, okay, but we have to do it this way, and he'll be trying to explain it, or I'll be trying to explain it, and the actor will interject to try to prove, like, oh, I know what you mean. It's like, no, you don't yeah. know what I mean. You're not letting me finish. And he's like, oh, you want me to do it like this? Like, just let me finish the sentence. And I, and I get it. I feel like um, some actors, you know, they just want to prove that they're on the same page that they're listening but if you really want to prove you're listening
0: just listen just stop
1: talking yeah. hear the note and say think about either, it yeah think mm. about it and either say okay or ask a question about mm. it you don't have yeah. to jump up and say i get you i know what you mean we're on the same page look how smart we both are yeah, yeah
0: we had a we had a rough one recently yeah like yeah that. exactly okay. exactly
1: like that and it, who and was
0: perfect he was yeah he was yeah he was good i think but, we got him there
1: yeah but i i literally shushed him i said Shh, listen Just (laughs) hear hear the words.
0: Justin has no couth. Sometimes I don't. Okay,
2: Okay, so how do you feel about taped auditions? About not coming in to you to be taped?
0: Um, well, they're they're definitely important. Mm -hmm. You know, we definitely utilize taped auditions. The biggest setback with taped auditions is when the actor doesn't get it quite right. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they came in and, yeah. and we got to do a second take, we could give them some notes, you know, cause a lot of times you aren't getting, you don't have the whole script. You have this one scene, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to make your choices based on, you know, the breakdown character and the scene. And it should be enough information, but sometimes the readings might not be like the direction that it needs to go um for instance we had the, just this week we were casting something and there was a name of a person uh that is a very <laughs> famous name mm-hmm. and if you just if you just glanced at the script you would know oh that's that's that person except there was a specific note that said this is not a typo we are pronouncing this name this way okay. it's like it, like the person was supposed to be saying it wrong. Mm-hmm. Probably half of the mm-hmm. tapes came in said like, it said the, said the, the real, real name, name. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it just changed the whole scene, yeah. You know, and I had to have a lot of people retape, you know, so it <laughs> takes up a bunch of time. Whereas if they come in uh-huh. and yeah. they say it wrong, I can say no, 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 no. Look, yeah, read that. Oh, yeah. you know what? And most of them would say, you know what? I saw that, and it didn't even <laughs> yeah. register.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same, same with me. Like,
0: and then they would do the scene. <laughs> And still go into the original name because it was just set in there. Yeah, it's set in all every human being in the world would know this name. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I I, cause I remember one time when we uh, auditioned uh, for it was a room full of nuns out there auditioning for a uh, preacher. Yeah, and that particular Robert was running because you were out of town. Okay, and in this particular uh, side there was something in parentheses. But we all thought it was supposed to be said. Yep, yeah, And we all say, and they some some kind of way, Robert call you and you you finally say, well, okay, just let him say it.
1: <laughs>
2: because everybody, because it, it did fit well, but
1: it wasn't, it was a direction.
0: Uh, but it, was, it was a direction. That happens a lot, too.
1: Also, on, on, on taped auditions, um, I think some people feel like You have the advantage in a taped audition to go back and watch it and you can spend an hour working on it. Like if you if you book a room to if you book like a a taper to self tape Mm -hmm. you or if you tape it yourself, you're like, oh, I could do that. And I could spend an hour on it, watch it and perfect it. And, you know, if you have a live audition, you have five, ten minutes tops. Mm -hmm and i think really what people should be doing is they should be at if you're at home rehearsing your sides you should tape it Mm -hmm. you should tape it and watch it so you know exactly what What you want to do and then when you come in you have your five minutes you you can execute and make any adjustment that you need to do need to do
2: I, i remember my uh the last thing i auditioned for uh the agent say, "Well, do you want to put yourself on tape? Do you want to go and say, want well, to go in'? It's cheaper." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's getting it's getting expensive not thirty five to fifty dollars. Yeah, well, you know, to put yourself on tape, and yeah. you're not bu- booking sometimes. You I know? think
0: there's a a con- sometimes a confusion, especially out of my office, because what I what we do is. I like to think I know who all actually lives in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. you know? So we go through and we'll select people that we know live here as a live audition. And then if they live somewhere else, like an hour or two away, we'll select them as a tape. Mm -hmm. But I always send every single person the tape Tape? request because we want them to all be in our- um, ECOcast. Our ECOcast. So when we go to record them, um, we don't have to make a bunch of different eco casts and it can all be in one place oh, right um and a lot of people especially newer people don't understand that we do that even though we put lots of like written notes that say if we can, will be yeah. sending mm-hmm. you know taped requests to yeah. those who cannot come in live yeah. we'll get people who send the tape in and then come for the live audition yeah. as well that, oh, that happened oh, this really? week yeah, that oh. happened like three times yeah. this week.
1: Yeah, and it, and, okay. and Ryan will be like, "Didn't we get a tape from you?" Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, well, I got the. Why would we need a tape and yeah. a live audition?" Yeah,
0: like, oh. if you get a, I mean, I would I would prefer you to come in live mm-hmm. if there's a a live spot yeah. for you. Um, so that is my preference. Yes, I know that that's a question mm-hmm. for a lot of people out there. Um, tape. Especially if, if I don't know you, mm-hmm. if I've never seen you in person, yeah, come in live. Yeah, I would
2: prefer to come in live, and that's why when people Store took this, um, you know, office away, it was hurt. It hurt me because we could go over here if it was somewhere we had to send it away, and, and they tape it and they tape it for nothing. Right. But now it's a little industry. People are you know, uh, yeah, you know, taping. It. It's a hustle. For you sure know nothing. the
0: the problem is ultimately with the tapes is. If you're sending tapes to someone who's never seen you in person, mm-hmm. you know, and it comes down to you that they've never seen in person and someone that taped or came in that they had they do know mm-hmm. what There's they some, ph- yeah. physically look like, yeah. and you're both equally as good, mm-hmm. um, they're probably yeah. gonna push a little harder That's for yeah, the for person the, that, that they, they know. know, but if you like. I know. It, I know it gets expensive for actors to mm-hmm. travel to Atlanta or wherever. Yeah. Oh yeah. But okay, yeah. sometimes you need to make that sacrifice. Yeah. To we did, I we did, did that.
2: A- I did that one time, and I got the part.
1: You drove. Was, you drove to the I, next I place. I flew to.
2: I flew to Atlanta. Whew. Uh 'cause Because Tracy Kilpatrick, yeah. she was saying, "Could you just get up here?" And it was a confirmation. Anita Hill. Yeah. Clarence Thomas thing. I played uh, Anita Hill's mother in that. So. You
1: know, and it can work. Great. There was a yeah. there was a girl this week that drove in from Atlanta for the first time, and it was probably better for her that we meet her live. Mm-hmm. She was yeah, because she was pretty interesting. And yeah. yeah. And and like I like I feel bad because like you you saw her resume and you're like, wait, did you just drive in from Atlanta for this? She was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, okay next time she wanted to. She wanted to. And now we saw her and I feel like, you know, if she can't make that trip, you know, we know what she 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 looks like. We know how she 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 is not acting.
0: We got to talk to her as a human being, not just as a just see an audition. Yeah, exactly.
2: Do you think the you think the industry is really coming back here?
0: To New Orleans, yeah, I, yes. it, feels, it feels it feels like it. It feels like yeah. it. I've
2: had so many auditions, so it does yeah. feel like oh it. yeah. yeah,
0: it's uh, it's very busy. Um, we've been we've been pretty busy this year. Uh, I know all the other casting mm. folks have been busy. Yeah. Um, I've been getting calls for things. Great. You yes. You know, so. Love to work I, through the I, summer. I keep I keep putting <laughs> through that out Through your life, you <laughs> want to work. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess I'd prefer to work for the rest of my life. I, I, I really
2: feel people want to be here.
1: They do. Yeah.
2: More than, you know, other places. I think yeah. they would really want to I'd read
1: here. A, a Forbes article a while back about incentive states like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. those cities, their states have incentives. And the thing about New Orleans is that crew members want to live here yeah. and they'll get here and producers buy houses and directors buy houses yeah. and everybody wants to live in new orleans yeah. me yeah. too that's why i'm not over in ohio exactly that's why i'm not in cleveland
0: or Atlanta. his mother's good home cooking yeah oh
1: yeah. uh, i would love some tuna casserole right now mom Uh-oh. if you're listening she's listening <laughs> she's so, not
2: <laughs> how much do you ever get into a dispute with the director <sighs> over somebody's you the overcasting like
0: I'm not confrontational like okay. that. Um, you know, I I'm sorry. Did you just say you're not confrontational <laughs> with the director? Okay, okay, all right. I mean, I, you know, okay. I, I know my place. Yeah, uh, I guess. I uh, I mean, I if I'm passionate about mm-hmm. a choice, mm-hmm. I you know, I will make my voice heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not. I am not a super pushy casting director when mm-hmm. it comes to if they're pretty set on someone that they want to go with Mm -hmm. or what they're thinking. Um, There's only so much that I feel like that I can do. do, And I think we have a pretty good uh, advantage Mm -hmm. to giving our opinion, you know, as it is like if if I'm able to send my five top, like I get to decide Uh who the, Top ten or mm-hmm. top five people to send for whatever role mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and they're generally going to pick from that okay I mean I'll take one out of five yeah mm-hmm.
1: i guess I guess there's been some roles that it's just been difficult to cast, and so <clears throat> you kind. You kind of like get frustrated. Like, think about the the horror. Talking movie. about me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about the horror movie that that you did. Think about that role that just would not go away. Mm-hmm. The role
0: with one line. Yeah, it
1: had mm-hmm. one line, and it just wouldn't go away. Yeah, really like, annoying. But you, but but did we not put in the work? Did we not like pull people? Put in from way everywhere too much work. From, like, yeah,
0: and pull them people from everywhere. Told them, told them, this is this is the person that you should hire. Yeah. So they hired someone and then this person, the person they hired ended up getting a, a, a better, yeah. a better job oh. for like seven weeks. Oh wow. Um, so it had to replace and I was like, okay, here were the other options uh-huh. that I showed you three months ago. Um, can we pick one from this? They pick a guy and they're like, well, we're not really sure. We're not really sure if he's going to be the one. Do you think he'd come and work as an extra? And I was like, <sighs> I was like, oh. okay, I'll check, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. I'll check. I wasn't even on the movie anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll check. <laughs> so I check, and and the guy agrees, yeah, I'll do it. It's a, a little bit of a higher rate okay. than the normal extra rate. And he comes and he does it. Guess what they do? They end up bumping him up. For like three days. For three days. Oh, yeah. And giving him, you the know, lock, what he like? should have had yeah. to begin To with. begin yeah. with. Yeah. And it's just like... I told you you were going to do yeah. that. Yeah. Like yeah. why did we have put, to put go to through all yeah. this? Yeah.
1: But I, th- I think the moral of the story is, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're going to be right. Like mm-hmm. you you, you know, know who's out here. Yeah. You've yeah. seen them all yeah. And, yeah. And, and unless you find somebody under a rock that's been perfect hiding the whole Asian time. people move to New Orleans. We move <laughs> to New Orleans. We need <laughs> you Asian, right actors. Now. Yeah, Asian, Asian actors.
2: Asian actors. Oh, but th- th- That girl was from New Orleans, right, that just did that big thing with a big movie or something like that from out the, uh, you know what, my mind is not working good. Yeah, I don't know
1: who you're talking about. uh,
2: Yeah, she was in some big movie and she was originally from New Orleans. Well, she was originally from Vietnam, I think, and they they came over here from New Orleans.
0: Oh, Downsizing. Downsizing. Is she from New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah,
2: she was from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. She was from Vietnam and she came over, Yeah.
0: Well, so, we okay. need we need <laughs> we need a lot of Asian actors yes, here right now.
2: Can I ask one more question? Absolutely. Absolutely. When did availability not translate into you having the uh, the role? I have been asked my availability for everything I've auditioned for uh, almost this year, and what, years ago when they asked for your availability, that meant that you, you yeah know, you, you got the role. it now. It's almost like they're just trying to tie you up because you're going to make yourself available. (laughs) Yeah. But you don't hear no more from them, you Uh know?
1: We we use the phrase right of first refusal. And I think that might be a television thing Mm -hmm. because it just works differently from movies. Like, I've honestly, since I've been working with Ryan, I haven't done a lot of movies. Um, we do a lot, We do a lot of TV shows. I don't see why that's funny. That, I, I used to have a
0: movie career.: Yeah,
1: used to have a, now, it, now it's television, but think about the movie we just did. We would sit we would sit in this room. I don't get why that's funny.: It's just funny We would, we would sit. My we would life. sit in this room on a, on a feature film with the director and the producer and the other producer, and, they, and we would watch tapes, and they'd just be like, okay, book that person. And I'm like, do we need to like check and put them on hold? No, you can book them. Like, do we need to run them through approval through yeah. the studio and the nope. network? like, nope, just book them. Oh, okay.
0: Usually the availability uh, thing will be if there's – like okay, so for a commercial uh-huh. – if you are, if you come to a callback for a commercial and then you get put on a veil for that, it's usually, there's usually two or three people yeah. being put on a veil. Okay. Okay. Um, there's usually a, a first choice and then a backup or two backups. Mm-hmm. And the it changes a lot. You know, cause when, when like it's the people in the room making that decision. And then when it gets to the client for a commercial, they'll, they will say, no, I like that person better and mm-hmm. they'll change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you, you might actually book it if you're mm-hmm. the backup choice okay. on a commercial, yeah. um, for television, I don't put a lot of people on hold or on avail. I just put their, their choices yeah. normally. And it, you know, if the studio doesn't approve you then that's the only way that you wouldn't get the job yeah yeah. but that rarely happens Mm -hmm. um for film yeah like justin was saying it just depends on if it's a big studio or not Mm -hmm. if they need approvals um the movie we just did our three producers our two producers and the director were in the room we watched tapes and they 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 said let's cast that person that person that person or they would they would go away and think about some of the roles Mm -hmm. for a minute and then let us know, okay, we're ready to pull the trigger on those roles. But yeah, I mean, getting put on availability.
2: Because when you think, well, since I know years ago, availability meant you had it. Yeah. So now, you know, when they say availability up until I guess about uh, a couple of months ago, I realized, Oh wait, I'm not going to turn down anything. Again,
0: right? A first refusal. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would say.
2: I, I don't mean turn down the movie. I mean, like, if they ask for your availability and then somebody you book something you to else. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I would, I would say your agents should say that's what the agents should. They do. are, yeah. they're available as of now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And then uh, most agents are really great about letting us know if there's another booking coming in mm-hmm. or another avail check okay. yeah. coming so we put in. The pressure on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: I think the agent should also. I think. I guess some do. Mine don't. Let you know you didn't. You don't. You didn't get
0: it.
1: Well, sometimes know? casting won't let you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes
0: like, it it just passes. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and it's like oh
1: you just you just assume oh they get the point. I mean nobody called
0: them. Okay. To so say it's it. it. Book. Yeah. yeah.
1: So don't really you don't have to necessarily blame your agent.
0: You could blame me
1: for
2: that. Okay. For
1: yeah. Just
0: not following. Blame up. the casting associate. Okay. Yeah. Blame well, that guy. Casting
2: associate. We are waiting. To hear. <laughs>
0: so yeah all right all right she's grabbing her purse she's ready to go <laughs> yeah.
2: oh I, I'm, I i thought i was getting put out
0: no no <laughs> no, no, no. no but we are we wrapping do, it yeah, up we do oh, have okay.
1: to wrap it up and this was so much fun miss carol it so yes. fast. I can't right? believe right yeah yes.
0: i can't tell you what an honor it is oh, to hear your story you so yeah. and oh. to hear like some of the things that you went through i to hear about your I orgasm, said, I, said, I said
1: too much. <laughs> uh, that's fine.
0: I think and, uh, I know the name of this episode.
1: <laughs> oh no, Uh-oh. we'll figure it out. But <laughs> right when when Ryan first conceived this idea, you were at the very top of. The you were list. supposed
0: to be well. Yeah, my was husband two, was I, guest I, yeah. one. You were supposed to be the yeah. second yeah. guest.
2: And and the Tennessee Williams festival uh, took you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Did
0: you did you uh, do you have a favorite Tennessee Williams line that you've ever had to say?
2: Oh, you know what? And I've forgotten it just that quick. I, I, I would always, I, and I would always use it. In and out. Seventy-three years old, y'all yeah, it <laughs> on that. But because I use it a lot. But I guess kind. I always depend on the kindness of strangers. But that's not it. But I'll use that. Okay, one. I, I like it. That's beautiful. I always beautiful. depend on the kindness of strangers.
0: You are beautiful. Thank you. I love so your much. words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank all. you so much. This Thank is talking like so, normal people.
2: So, I, it was just so easy. Okay, whoever else. He asked to come and believe me, it is so easy.
0: Ah, Don't be afraid. Come on. It's fun. So I want to thank uh, producer and engineer Jason Edwards. He's on the board. Uh, Robert, he's somewhere in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Thank Uh, you, Robert. Justin Justin. Coulter. uh, Miss Carol Sutton. And then uh, I am at Glorioso Casting on Twitter. The show is at uh, Talk Like Normal. Jason is at Jason Edwards TV. Justin is Instagram is Justin TC underscore underscore. We're also the show is on Instagram. Please follow us and like us on Instagram because I'm I'm having a blast posting pictures. He loves Instagram. We also have the uh the Facebook page, Talking Like Normal People. We got a website, talking like com. And today's show is sponsored by mycastingfile.com again. Woohoo! Go yeah. register if you want to be a background actor. Yes. All right. Thank you very Bye. much, Miss Carol.
2: Thank you all.
0: Cue the music. <laughs>